0: so glad you're here at the Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Lang, and I'm really excited about today's episode. Now listen in, whatever the stage of your parenting. I think this is a conversation you aren't going to want to miss. The TPP team of Christy, Danae, Ellen, and myself have been dealing with the issue of what to do when our children are still home, underage and they rebel in a particular way with conduct that needs to be addressed. The example we grabbed is smoking marijuana. The original conversation was so meaty, but also long, so we posted the first part last week and finish up here. Rather than jump in mid-sentence, I'm gonna cut us up just a little bit at first and then get right back into the conversation about what would he want to do in the midst of these hard conflicts. let's look at not our grown children, but children in our home. And when they choose to walk into something that is against a core value or a family practice mm-hmm. or what we expected of them. Mm-hmm. Previously, when we talked about it. We were more kind of philosophical mm-hmm. about um, preferences versus values and all mm-hmm. of that. And some people have asked us, and come, let's come back to it maybe a little more practical. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And so let's look at that. Let's talk about it. Like, when it happens, mm-hmm. what would we recommend doing? Mm-hmm. We're not saying there aren't consequences to right. things. right? But,
1: so we have to, going back to that listening mm-hmm. and asking good questions of where they are at, what their mm-hmm. reality is at their age.
2: That's really hard when we feel disappointed, but we have to get over that because we're the adult and Mm -hmm. those are the things that you keep private within yourself when you work your own disappointment out. Mm -hmm. You don't work it towards. The, the kid at the time. Oh. That might be a discussion down the road mm-hmm. as you're working through this multi-layered conversation, but you don't want to oh. dump that all on them at once. That mm-hmm. might be two weeks down the road and I, saying, oh, I was really surprised that, you know, that you decided to do that at the party. You know, I, mm-hmm. I didn't think you would do something like that.
0: Okay. So maybe what you're saying is a phased response. Yeah, yes. that's good. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. but the first phase is when boom, the yeah. emotion of it, we're mm-hmm. in it. Okay. And surprised. When you're in the emotions, not when we have the good conversation. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a limited conversation where you're listening, mm-hmm. but not a lot of dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Come back to a second phase mm-hmm. where now we're going to go in when I have myself under control My emotions, Mm -hmm. and now let's have a good conversation. It's Mm -hmm. not a one time let's
2: fix it at this moment,
0: it Mm -hmm. is an
3: ongoing conversation that should be going deep. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm not hearing you say is this is a great time to give a lecture,
0: right? (laughs) Tell them the things they already know that you believe. So, you were talking about having that good conversation. So, let's say I'm coming to you, give me some suggestions. Mm -hmm. What should I be bringing to this conversation in this phase two where now we're going to sit down and talk about it? Well, I think first you want
1: to affirm your love for them
0: uh, and, yeah, and
1: let them know if, if there is a lecture, it's a lecture of my love for you and my, my um, empathy for where you are mm-hmm. growing up oh, as mm-hmm. a human in new circumstances and dealing with new temptations and maybe new friends and new environments and asking you know where where were you that in, in mentally or in your heart that this is the choice you've made mm-hmm. and get to the root of the issue mm-hmm. and empathize and mm-hmm. and maybe even you know in that time share a personal story of yeah gosh i remember being 17 and faced in that mm-hmm. situation and this is how i blew it or how i you know handled it mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't
2: even know why they've yeah. done it, because that's mm-hmm. part of being a teenager. You kind of sometimes just mm-hmm. do things. Mm-hmm. So this yep. gives them the opportunity to kind of, you know, well, maybe you need some time to think about it, mm-hmm. not in a mean way, but just, you know, maybe you need to think through mm-hmm. well, why did I make that choice?
3: Yeah. Good. yeah, because I think we would handle it differently, you know, for different reasons. In this circumstance, are they, are they doing it just for fun and haven't really thought of the consequences? Yeah. Are they taking part? With their friends, because they're they're feeling pressured mm-hmm. and they're wanting approval from their friends, you know is there is there a deeper issue that mm-hmm. this substance is helping them cope with the anxiety wow. of school and that they're not doing well yeah. with friends and yeah. and so this substance is is helping them feel better, yeah, you know if we give them the time and we really listen to what's going on in their lives. Then we'll know how to approach this. I think you would handle
0: each one of those
3: circumstances very differently, yeah,
0: yeah, that's really good. that goes back to that developing that fertile feel of being the safe place where they can process, even when it stays opposed mm-hmm. to what our value is, yeah, yeah, my- and we're
2: laying a foundation. For our children when they enter adulthood to start thinking about why do I do this? Yeah, mm-hmm. because I mean here I am in my sixties and I still ask myself
1: why did I just do that? Right, right. <laughs> and it's and I have to think through. Yeah, why did I do that? And that's that coming side by side equipping mm-hmm. them for adulthood yes. rather than shaming them. Yeah. You've disappointed me. You've let our family down. You've yeah, gone against everything we believe in. You know yeah. all of that yeah. is not helpful.
0: Yeah, there's somebody that's really helped me. In teaches on parenting and life and things. And one of the things he says is in parenting, we need to remember our children are a whole lot more like us rather than unlike us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, Mm -hmm. what you're just saying, rather than saying you are like this and I'm like this, to say we all struggle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, my struggle is a little different, Mm -hmm. but this is a struggle. Mm -hmm. Can I walk alongside of you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. disregarding what I may have yeah. to do as a parent mm-hmm. in dealing with this. Mm-hmm. But, but we're not saying there aren't consequences to right. things. Exactly. Right. Uh, human to human, let's walk along this because we all struggle. I will say that's another part of the reason that I didn't do this as well as I absolutely wish I had and would do now. I wish I would handle it all better. Is that lie of if we just do it a certain way it's going to work out. Yeah. Like I said, the good parenting Mm -hmm. in, good kids out. It's like breaking a cake. We're going to put stuff in and get a good result. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the philosophy of kind of school kind of taught me this. You work hard, you're diligent, all of this, you get the good grade. Mm -hmm. And that if we really put ourselves into something, we're all going to turn the corner Mm -hmm. and it's going to be success. Yeah. And you know, I think now we're
3: kind of joking sometimes when we say don't take it personally. But I think for me, you know, that root of the don't take it personally is I must be doing something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of like if your cake doesn't yeah. turn out, you're like, shoot, you're... I must have messed right. up. I must mm-hmm. have not put in an ingredient. And that's how I have felt in my parenting a lot. Yes. What? Yes. Which ingredient did I miss instead of realizing? what what you all are saying of that this is part of being human this is part of growing up that life is really hard mm-hmm. and it's really painful
2: let's not take away from no. when our kids go off a path that we wanted to see them on for mm-hmm. their own good, not yes. for our ego. Yeah. Right. It's very painful yeah. and it's very hard. And it's very hard to stay in that place where you try to be objective and mm-hmm. not have all your emotions on your sleeve mm-hmm. and things like that, because there are circumstances sometimes our children do hurt us very deeply.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ellen, that's the place where I think there's the wisdom of sharing. With someone that's going to be able to speak into it. Mm-hmm. I really believe mm-hmm. we should protect our children's privacy yeah. and confidentiality mm-hmm. to a place. But like what you just said, I don't want to be isolated mm-hmm. and not have anyone of loving wisdom speaking into my life. Mm-hmm. So there's a place, whether it's mm-hmm. a friend, a good friend, not a group of friends, yeah. right, but a good right. friend, or a pastor, mm-hmm. or Maybe even a counselor, if you need it, or your medical doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's appropriate to reach out for yeah. wise counsel and also to model for our children. We don't live in isolation right. in life. Yeah. We need good, wise people who love us mm-hmm. to come alongside.
3: Yeah, I want to say, just encourage everyone, please, parents, if you're feeling isolated, yeah. please reach out. Mm-hmm. You know, For me, I know it would be pride. Yeah. right you know yeah. to admit to someone <laughs> that one of my children is is doing something that mm-hmm. you know I f- feel like is wrong or maybe the majority of Your my community yeah. you know would be thought of as bad or wrong and they're not being a good kid or mm-hmm. something so please overcome that pride and and reach out and maybe feeling um isolated yourself and That's-
2: make sure it's a safe place.
3: Place, Yeah, yep. because mm-hmm. sometimes
2: your peer For group sure. might not be the safe place yeah. right. because then, you know, they're kind of like, oh, well, your kid's doing that, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes you feel worse. But it's nice if everyone could have someone a little older than them mm-hmm. that's walked through it. I know that helped me a lot. I had a couple of older friends mm-hmm. that were more like my mom's age mm-hmm. and, um, you know, being able to talk to them or somebody that's can be neutral Because, you know, you're so hurt, you're you're struggling, you have so many emotions, you want Mm -hmm. that neutral person in there that can kind of help you sift through all that's going
0: on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Neutral, but wise. Yeah. Yes. Not a cheerleader. Right. Right. But a true friend. Yes.
1: Well, and wise and objective. Because it might need to be somebody, you can even ask your child's input on this like who could we invite into this conversation to be objective mm, and good. mediate for us mm-hmm. where I may get wrapped up in my emotions. Mm-hmm. I want to love you well and walk through this in a healthy
3: way yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh, that's good. I think also uh, moms and dads being on the same page mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about it um this not being something that could then be divisive between. The parents is huge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. We've heard the term "united front," mm-hmm. you know. Um, that can be really get really sticky and really messy if the the parents are now arguing yes. about what's going on with the teenager. Yeah. And so spend that time that. That due diligence there to. And to that's get on the a same whole other page.
2: conversation mm-hmm. is when parents don't agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that is really hard. Mm-hmm. And
0: I think <laughs> we should be respectful and protect the privacy of this individual mm-hmm. in the way we approach the rest of the family, the other siblings, mm-hmm. because they're living life together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just. Mm-hmm. Boy, does that have to be handled with grace and love and wisdom.
3: And we have to watch our own attitude, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. not say mm-hmm. to the younger siblings, like, well, right. your brother did or your sister. Yeah. You know, yeah, We had
1: our older girls, um, you know, af- after they would move out of the house, maybe make different choices than what we made in our home. And mm-hmm. they were light things in comparison to what the grand scheme of life can be. You know food or clothing and it it is very challenging mm-hmm. when the younger siblings are saying well she's doing this and we're not you know allowed to do that here yeah. but yeah watching your tone and your she's words, watching that
2: show we were never <laughs> right. allowed to watch right. yes. <laughs> yes
0: not shaming them mm-hmm. okay. yeah so let's circle back to that conversation Okay, what are some other things like that? You mean, what we would actually say in the conversation so we can love them, but parent them. So we're talking about maybe the first time you
1: find out about something a child's done, one act. But what about when it's something habitual and continual that Mm -hmm. they're just not budging on? It's against your value system as a family, but they are not... Yeah, marijuana is not
2: illegal, and I want to do it when I go to parties. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: so how how do we handle that?
0: Mm -hmm. What would be the conversation? What would you recommend?
3: I think a way to talk back to your values, which they probably already know, Mm -hmm. you know, assuming that this is something you've talked about, let's say drug use. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think it's a time you can still say this is not what is best for you. Um, I'd like to discuss this more about the consequences of smoking marijuana, you know, and then take that time to go through. I mean, goodness, there's a lot of information out there, a lot of statistics. And, that, and that's, and a that's lot if of, they're open to it, because right. they
2: may just go, no, I already know. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Because that's when you hold things very loosely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have younger children in the home or just... All the things that we know can mm-hmm. go wrong, driving, all just the practical, everyday consequences of their choice.
0: In all of this, yeah. we need to be taking into account whether we're talking about a 11-, 12-year-old mm-hmm. or a 16-, 17-year-old. Right. Because it's a different situation. Yeah. Personally, maturity, and um, releasing wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we have to
2: decide how do we handle that within our family and, yeah and i think
0: that answer isn't going to show up here on this podcast right yeah. that's a that personal a family. Person- yeah it, that's where we go back to what do we really believe?
2: Yeah. yeah. How are we going to do this? And how do we deal with it when it happens? Right. Think through this scenario yes. before it happens. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's kind of like military preparedness. Mm-hmm. You're always ready for the enemy to mm-hmm. strike. It doesn't mean you're sitting there with the, your finger on the button, mm-hmm. but you're always alert wow. and aware. Mm-hmm. And it's Very the good. same way with teenagers. We have to be alert. I mean, I think the thing that always caught me off guard is when I just assumed... One of my kids wouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And then it's well, like, oh.
1: <laughs> and that goes back to what we've been saying through this whole series of intentionality yeah. and, and planning ahead. Yeah. Too. And I think bottom line, though, even though it is very personal, we're affirming them as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fighting for relationship, keeping our end of the bridge empty mm-hmm. so that they can come to us honestly mm-hmm. when yep. these things come And up. think
2: through your consequences because you were kind of yeah. talking about that, Danae. Mm-hmm. I think if you already have in the back of your mind some mm-hmm. consequences for different things and how you're going to handle it. And, of course, sometimes different kids are different is how, what bothers them mm-hmm. for a consequence. But I think that's always a handy thing rather than you're grounded for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And
1: but reiterating that it's a consequence For them Mm -hmm. to help them, Mm -hmm. not well, no kid of mine is going to be. It's not a punishment, right? It's a
3: consequence. Yeah, my daughter was telling me about a 17 year old that was talking to her about some problems she's having with her family and some choices she was making. Her parents pretty much locked her down. I mean, she's not able to go to the house, they took the door off of her bedroom. You know, they really went Yikes. went extreme on some consequences. And guess what the 17-year-old is saying? I can't,
0: I can't wait, wait, to, wait to, to
3: turn 18. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I know how many windows I broke yeah. out of as a teenager mm-hmm. when I got locked in my room. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is why it has to yes. be that old balance of yeah. grace and truth. Mm-hmm. You know, the tension that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There are places where you have to draw. Mm-hmm. Really hard line. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And particularly when they're underage mm-hmm. in your home. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a parent. I may have yeah. to do, draw that hard line, but I'm telling you, I would want to let those grave consequences be the last decision mm-hmm. after everything else. And, I, and mm-hmm. to go to wise people and have their input. And if you have a child that's at a place where they're not cooperative and they're
2: being rebellious, you'd rather have them have the consequences while you, they're living in your yeah. home mm-hmm. than when they're on their own mm-hmm. and it involves police mm-hmm. or a really heavy consequences. Right. Mm-hmm. So you really want your kid to do their bad
0: stuff while they're still living at home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Be glad they're getting it out of their
0: system. <laughs> but we're not saying subsidize it. Right. Now. No, not at all. Just, yeah. But But when
2: it happens, be thankful that it's happening now in your home Mm -hmm. where you have influence on your child as opposed to when they've moved out and now they have to pay the consequences that society gives them.
0: Yeah. Because it's not the actions that are the issue. Mm -hmm. It's our children's hearts. Yes. And so we want Mm -hmm. to love that heart, try to keep that relationship Mm -hmm. and our influence in the midst of the sticky, icky part of dealing with issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. For our children, our young children, our teenagers, our young adults, we want them to know that we're on their side. Yeah. We are mm-hmm. for yeah. them. We're we're in their corner at all times. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, because the police don't care why you did what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you broke the law. You're right. On the
1: other side of... Getting them to adulthood and launching them, they are more than likely going to have some variant of living opposing to our values. I mean, Mm -hmm. in some degree or another. And Mm -hmm. so, fighting for that relationship Mm -hmm. all the way through and making that the first priority so that when we get there, when Mm -hmm. we finally make it to adulthood, we still
0: have that relationship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Well, that's because, and I think even of the deepest health values I have, I really don't want an adult who's doing it out of out of obligation or legalism. Right. Mm -hmm. I want them to embrace that value in the core of their target in that dead side Mm -hmm. bullseye. Mm -hmm. And so, if it's all superficial, then it's not going to get there. No. And that's because we want to love them well. For them to become the people that God can help them to be, mm-hmm. that's really good, exactly, exactly. that's true, and
2: that's sometimes right. we do have to reevaluate our values, yeah, you know you know this is mm-hmm. what I thought, and how he's going to handle it, but you know now situation, circumstances are a little different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you sh- you throw out what you believe is morally and ethically right. But you might think, well, you know, maybe I don't need to be so firm about this thing that mm-hmm. I thought was really important. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that for me, I know I still do that. I do a lot of evaluation. Do I still hold this value? That's, do I think yeah. it's still important? If And then how do we need to change it a little bit mm-hmm. as things... External things change. Do I need yeah. to adapt to something, or have I just stuck my heels in and that's it? That's right. yeah.
3: Right. I really agree with that, and I've I've told my children this. the The children that have been harder for me are the ones that have helped me grow yeah. the mm-hmm. most. Yeah. I'm so thankful for for the challenges mm-hmm. that they brought to me because it's mm-hmm. helped me do what you're saying, Ellen.
0: Wow, isn't that interesting? That the challenges of parenting are helping us to become better people Yeah, yeah. if we use it that way. Right. Wonderful. And again, we're out of time. What amazing input and wisdom from y'all. Mm. Really hard parenting topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So until next time, listeners, hang in there. Keep loving. Keep persevering because it's worth it. Wow, (laughs) there's so many great thoughts here. A couple of my favorite are that if we're going to lecture, let it be a lecture about how much we love them. And we want them to know that we're on their side, we're for them, we're always in their corner, even when it's really hard and even when we have to do tough parenting. Well, what's one takeaway for you? We'd love to hear from you. DM us on social media or text us. Contact theparentingpodcast.com. Don't forget to follow us so you don't miss any of these good conversations. And I'm looking forward to meeting with you next time again at The Parenting Podcast.